Hey everyone, it's Kayla. Thanks for tuning in for our coverage of Chapter 12 of The Fellowship of the Ring. Before we get going into this episode, I just want to reiterate a few points about the episode you're going to hear. Mordor, she wrote, will be returning with brand new episodes in July, but in the meantime, we are releasing pre-recorded episodes. Chapter 11 and 12 were recorded over a year ago, and as such, some of the information we discuss may be a little out of date as far as our personal lives and the side conversations we have. Audrey and I have both been through several life changes in the time since the hiatus, but that hasn't dimmed our passion for all things Middle-earth. Going forward, we're excited to announce that we'll be taking a few guest hosts along with us, so on our first episode back, you'll get to hear not only our sultry tones, but another sojourner on the quest to Mordor. At least that's where I assume we're going. But as always, we're glad you're here with us. Please enjoy our discussion of Chapter 12. Audrey. Kayla. This is the last one for a while. Just just for a little while. Save the sadness for the end of the episode, maybe. Okay, I'll try. Just I'll see if best. you can keep it contained, because this is okay, Mordor, but this is she a wrote. sad. It is, and it's a sad chapter anyways. And I'm Kayla. And I'm And I've Audrey. never read. <laughs> this yes, is a train wreck, Audrey. and I love it. Good. I'm just going to cut it like it is. I've never read Lord of the Rings before, in case you weren't aware, which I hope if you're on chapter 12 with us at this point that you are somewhat aware of what is going on. But in case you're not, I've never read the Lord of the Rings before, and we are currently on book one, and Audrey has read them before. Some, namely me, would say an obscene amount of times. And we are on chapter 12, which I don't remember the title of. It's called Flight to the Ford. Oh, yes, because it does indeed end in a Ford. That's correct. And just to bring you up to speed, a little bit of what happened last chapter. Lots of travel. Hobbits and Strider ended up on Weathertop, which is the ruins of like an ancient fort. And the Black Riders came and attacked them and Frodo got stabbed. And it was an icy pain, which yes. he experiences several times throughout this chapter. There's a lot of descriptions of pain. There's a lot of icy pain in this chapter, or cold pain, or... It's a very specific type of pain, Kayla. I'm from Florida. I'm sorry if I'm not familiar with cold pain. Well, the way that I always imagined it is... um, So I played a lot of sports in my lifetime, and when you have a muscle injury, muscle sprain, the treatment Mm -hmm. is often an ice bath multiple times a week, and... Ew. You hit a certain point in that right before you go numb where it, it's very, very painful. And like that's what the, I always imagine. Is it like the pins and needles feeling that you get when your foot falls asleep, but with ice? Yes, but I okay. would say um, I would say it's exacerbated more, like it's a more intense feeling. Because um, you know how really hot and really cold can feel the same? Yes. Yes. It's I like that. Know. Yes. Yeah, so it's like that, but like prolonged because it takes a little bit for your your foot or shoulder or elbow or whatever else to go numb. Ew, I don't like it. Yeah, it's well, very painful. This is also the end of what is called book one of The Fellowship of the Ring, even though it is one whole book? 
Right. So originally, Lord of the Rings was published as six volumes, not three volumes. Uh, um, okay. I didn't know but, that. Yeah, but popularly, it is republished with two volumes in each book. Um, so Fellowship of the Ring ha- is divided into two parts. Two Towers is divided into two parts. And Return of the King is divided into two parts. Gotcha. So can it be called a trilogy then if it was originally released in six parts? Yes, mostly because I don't know that he actually officially ever got a publishing deal for all six books. It was just the way that he formatted gotcha. it and wrote it. Gotcha. Okay. So that I'm not, I would have to look more into that no. to know for sure. But It's not an important question. Um, what What is important is for the amount of urgency you would expect to have in a chapter where the main character is injured and it's the middle of the book and they're in grave peril that it wouldn't take so damn long for them to get to where they need to go. Uh, but instead it's going to take quite a long time um, from the moment we start this chapter where Frodo wakes up and the other three hobbits explain to him, hey, the Black Riders vanished. We don't know why they retreated. Strider is out there right now, basically right. trying to look around and get an idea of what happened. Um, and we built the fire up because we see that you're injured and we're trying to keep you warm. Yeah, because that's basic. Isn't that basically what Strider tells them to do is build the yes. fire up, keep him warm, because the worst thing that could possibly happen is for him to get cold right now. And I will, like, I know I'm grumbling and complaining a lot about how long things are and how we spend an excessive amount of time on things that I don't like to spend time or attention on. But for the most part... I am enjoying this, and I do think he builds the tension. Like, he does a good job of building the tension in this chapter, even though it is a long travel chapter. I think that that's fair. Um, Yes. Strider kind of takes Sam as, like, the the person in charge while Frodo's out of commission. A smart um, choice. And while he's off looking around, right? Um, And... So we we find out two things here. First of all, it wasn't all of the Black Riders. There were only five of them that came to attack, and they don't know where the other ones are. Um, second of all, Strider says that the Frodo has a deadly wound and that he will be subject to the Black Riders' will if he succumbs to it. So it's not really explained how that could happen, um, but he definitely tells Sam that, and then he runs off again so that he can find some stuff to heal Frodo. Yes, but I think, hmm, I don't think, I know, that Strider tells them, he finds the magic plant, whose name escapes me at the moment. Um, Athelas. Athelas. And he's like, this is the best I can do. And then we also get a delightful little history of of this plant and how it came to be. Um, Very brief. It was brought by... Basically, it was brought by, like, humans to the area, and it only grows in certain parts where they have traveled. So, Strider, am I remembering this correctly? Cause yes, you are. That, any of the times you... that you get really quiet, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm just letting you I'm talk. You're about. right. You're okay, 100% no, you're right. Yeah, so, basically, he puts it in Frodo's wound, and that helps a little, but, like, the race, the race is on at this point. Like they've got to get Frodo to Rivendell because that wound is because going to. It's a. It's a. It's a. It reminds me of the curse on Dumbledore's hand in the sixth Harry Potter book, where they're like, "This is going to spread and it is going to kill you," and we've got to. That's move. definitely something that Rowling took inspiration from this wound 
for sure yes. for that book. Um, Strider also makes the comment that um, so Frodo's sword that he like attempted to defend himself with and like slashed the robe of one of the Black Riders mm-hmm. with is completely like basically disintegrated because um, anything that comes into contact with them uh, sees that fate is what Strider tells them. But he also comments that the name of the ancient elves that Frodo said probably actually hurt them more than the sword. And we don't get to find out why about Ever? that at all. Never? Uh, you... I, we're not really going to revisit it. Are you kidding me? I mean, I wish that I could tell you I was uh, kidding you. Um, and he follows it up by picking up the sword that stabbed Frodo. And while he's holding it, the blade vanishes into thin air. Oh, Turns God. into smoke. And so that's how we know it was a cursed weapon that hurt Frodo. So adding fuel to the fire for how dangerous this could be. Yes. Because if you weren't aware that this was an urgent matter, hopefully you are now. So we spend many pages kind of in the wilderness. Uh, if you'll if you'll forgive me skipping a little bit, Kayla. Please do. In, Please do. In the wilderness, here's the highlights. There's going to be two rivers they have to cross. Uh, at the first one, they find what is called an elf stone, um, which implies that they're not the only ones out here in the wilderness. Spoiler alert, they are not the only ones out here in the wilderness, but for one, well, no, never mind. Never mind what I was going to say. I was going to say for once it's not a bad thing, but well, they're not alone. There are three groups of people out in the wilderness right now that Yeah, all, good and bad, good and bad. Yeah, uh, fair to middling. Uh, um, <laughs> dire straits like by the end. Yeah. <laughs> we also get a little, uh, so basically the hobbits are real freaked out thinking that they're in troll country. Um, oh, sure yeah. no- nothing oh, yeah. to do with uh, got... Bilbo's stories about trolls from his adventures but they're got... real freaked out about that I got unnecessarily excited about that no, part it was good. because can I can I talk about okay well yeah, I'm not... please. You, I mean you're also welcome to comment on it but correct me if I'm wrong but they see the trolls from a distance and they freak out about it and then they camp out and kind of like hide from them and then as they're meandering along Either later the next later in the next day or in the future, they come up to the trolls, and Strider's like, they're made of stone. They can't be out in the daylight. Like, if you would have looked closer, you would have seen that this one has a bird's nest behind its ear and an old bird nest at that. And there, it's it's implied that it is. Um, well, it's not implied. It is confirmed that this is. The, it's confirmed. That these are the trolls that um, Bilbo encountered in his adventures in The Hobbit. That is correct. They do indeed, after some false alarms, find a real troll hole with the three trolls that got turned to stone during Bilbo's tricky little stunt. That was one of my favorite moments. I like. I was like, I know what's happening for a change. I have background context that's useful this time. It's really good. Yeah, there we get like a series of vignettes. So it's like finding the elf stone. We have uh, the encounter with Bilbo's trolls. And we find out that um, Strider used to live in Rivendell. Oh, and, yeah. We yeah, get some that's more something. information on the mysterious Strider. And that's also when he refers to himself as an heir of Elendil, um, which we still don't have the context for what that means. But we will get the context for that. That is something we will get context for. One more time. The heir of... We, 
Oh, the heir of Ellen Deal. Ellen Deal. Okay. I was making sure yes. I was saying the name right. Okay, cool. Nope, you got it. I'm um, guessing it's and- Strider. I'm guessing it's Strider. He does say that in reference to himself. So, yes, you would be correct. Okay, good. Ha! You spoiled Um, something, but it's not really a spoiler. No, we'll get more context for who Ellen Deal is and what that means exactly. Oh, yeah. I have Um, no idea who Ellen Deal is. I just know it has to do with Strider. So, about as much information is available to me in this chapter. But I was... And then the last, like, little interlude that we get before we really get to kind of the last chunk of the chapter is that Sam notes that Frodo's wound has closed but he still is growing like more sickly um and Strider basically is just like there's poison or evil in the wound that I can't do anything about we gotta get to reveal and isn't this the point where they come across the elves yes or an singular one elf Oh, you forgot, though. There's a big poem in this one. Oh, yeah. Doesn't Sam sing a little song again? He sings a song that he made up about trolls. Oh, yes. Yes. It wasn't too bad. I thought the rhyme scheme was very nice. Um, Had a nice rhythm to it. And then Sam sings it, and we can move on. Exactly. So then they're in the woods, and the road is quiet in the evening, and they hear a horse, but it doesn't sound like a Black Rider's horse. I don't know how you can tell, but it doesn't sound like a Black Rider's horse. Maybe they're mistaking the sound for the feeling that they get when they hear the sound. I, don't I know. think that that's a fair that's a fair call because they do make an explicit point of in the last chapter about talking about how they can how they feel like oppressive energy when the Black Riders are near. Yes, and it is. A person whose name escapes me at the moment. because It's Glorfindel. Glorfindel. Oh, yes. and I liked his name. <laughs> I giggled every time I had to read it. Like, it's a fun oh, one. It's Glorfindel. I'm going to name my dog that. Um, I hope you're making a list of things that I'm going to name a potential dog. I am not. And I'm, I, you know, maybe someday we'll do a supercut of everything you say you're going to name a dog. Glorfindel is on the list now, though, because that, that's glorious. I do love it. Um, but yeah, he's from Rivendell. It turns out he's uh, kind of a scout. Um, oh, yeah. Isn't he, he out he, looking for them? Yes. Um, and he's seen some Black Riders. He's the one who left the Elfstone. He tells them that, unfortunately, Gandalf is not in Rivendell. So, again, cause What the hell is Gandalf still. up to? Where has he who been for knows, the last right? ten chapters? I mean, I know you knows, but I don't knows. Well, you're going to have to wait to find out, Kayla. Why did you have to have a baby in the middle of us producing a podcast? (laughs) How inconsiderate of you. I know. So selfish. So selfish. I'm just kidding. I'm very excited for your baby. Me too. I hope so. You have to have it, so. Yeah, well, it's going to be great. There's a no return policy on those. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah so glorfindel is like uh hey the- i also yeah. can't do anything about your wound frodo and you guys should not stop for the night like you better yes. keep riding so, i'll put you on my horse yeah i was about to say he puts and then this is a, in case you're wondering unlike the ponies who prance this is a magic horse that does not jostle its rider who happens to be injured 
because elves just an elvish horse yeah yeah frodo basically throws a little tantrum where he's like i'm not leaving my friends oh yeah Fendel's just like, like hey you're the only reason that everyone's in danger you dummy he's like you're literally the problem here so if we put you on the horse and slap its ass the rest of us will be fine <laughs> yes <pretty laughs> which much. is in fact what happens they do. So they travel for a while. Um, Glor- I wrote down, Glorfindel busts out the elven five-hour energy. Um, <laughs> he does. Because he pulls out a, a, like a studded flask, and it's this like clear liquor that doesn't oh, yeah. have a taste, and it's not cool or warm, and, but it makes them all feel like they have energy again. <laughs> so he basically gives the hobbits meth and sends them on yes, their way? Something. Be- Magic he's traveling myth. with them he's traveling with them uh so they're traveling kind of at a forced march pace now and they're all very tired um but I they're approaching for- the second river yes i always forget that hobbits are half the size of men and elves like they're they are a stout little group and i felt so bad for them here because i remember that right about the time that glorfindel in strider slash aragorn realized that the little hobbits just can't keep going they're so tired yes yes it's uh tolkien makes a point of telling us how short it is that they've been resting like sleeping for less than five hours and oh, um I feel yeah that. doing this for a couple days at a time um yeah but they they get close to the second river the fords of bruinen and uh, realize the Black Riders are coming upon them. And so Glorfindel tells Frodo, like, ride, go, get across yes. the river, because that's where Rivendell is. <laughs> My notes here say, Frodo, once again, like a dingus, is almost their undoing. But at least the horse is smart. Because Frodo is once again compelled <laughs> He's like, to I not gotta save my friends, even though I'm functionally useless right now. I mean, I don't even know if it's a save the friends thing, but he's like, I got this compulsion. Yeah, to, to like wait and see what happens with the riders. But then Glorfindel is like yelling at the horse in Elvish and the horse is like, ah, yes, I will go. <laughs> He's like, oh, I have autonomy here. I can do this. And he doesn't yes. have a choice but to come along because he's an injured hobbit. And yes. he fords the river. So he's running across the river. And as he's coming across the river, the black riders are coming in after him. Yes. Am I correct here? Because Yes. I'm like, and it's I'm, all nine of them this time. All nine of the black riders are pursuing them. And Frodo's trying to get away. And he's trying to get away. And then all of a sudden, this giant ass tidal wave comes out of literally nowhere and rushes down the river. Did I remember you that forgot, correctly? You forgot one of thing, Of course Kayla. I did. The tidal wave has like the shape of galloping white horses in it. Oh shit, I remember this scene. Okay. For context. But yeah, it carries away the Black Riders and their horses. Um, and Frodo is across the river, so in the yes. safe realm of Rivendell. And he passes out. Yes. And that's the end of the okay. chapter. Okay, so I have to I have to rewind a little bit to the to the thing about the horses in the tidal wave because um, as I have mentioned in a previous episode, there was a point in time where I attempted to watch all three Lord of the Rings movies, and before you ask, yes, it was the extended director's cut, but I also got violently ill that day, and I remember oh, no. none. Yes, I've told this story a few times. I got I violently ill, and I was deliriously feverish the next like day after that. So, I don't remember much of what I watched, 
but I remember this like that one little snippet of the horses in in the water in the water yes and it was one of those out of context memories and I didn't remember where I had seen it because my brain kept trying to put it in um Line the Witch in the Wardrobe uh that movie oh, that does seem kind of like a chronicles of narnia thing well there is a scene where they're in a frozen river trying to escape the wolves right. but they have to crack the ice open so it's not that scene but it seems like because you know um i feel like they tolkien and lewis just borrowed from each other all the time i wouldn't accuse one or the they other were of plagiarism. frenemies they were best frenemies Yes, yes, you are correct. And I feel, I get the vibes like when you and I are bouncing projects back and forth and I'm like, oh, that's nice. I like that. I'm going to use something like that in mine. Um, yes. Yes. Yes, but I do But we're nicer it. about and it than they are. Um, I think so. And we also don't um, use our writing to start theological debates with each other. So. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, but, so Frodo invokes the names of the ancient elves again big old tidal wave black oh, riders yeah. carried and away like, frodo passes out and the fucking black riders are like those names aren't gonna do you any good my friend like they do kind of sass him this they time. sass it yes i think it's one of the first times we've heard them speak yeah the other time being like when they knocked on fatty bulger's door right oh and yeah yeah demanding he come out or whatever but like they don't really they don't really speak and they're not implied to speak normally or anything like yeah. that so we only get a few snippets of them saying things yes oh that was a lot of energy towards the end of this chapter and now i'm like fuck we're done. all the tension paid off you know yes but so that brings us to the end of book one in fellowship of the ring so that's basically the first half of the book um yes. and the second half covers the rest of what happens in this one but unfortunately, you guys will have to wait for that for a little while because the reason that Kayla's sad is that I'll be taking a bit of a hiatus. Um, Literally by because... the time this episode comes out. Yes. It will. Because Sorry. I will have a small baby. And so um, we're not sure yet <laughs> when we will be back with more episodes. Um, Kayla and I have tossed around a couple ideas for what she might do in the interim. Um, but we will be back on this feed yes. at some point. It's just going to be a little while. So I think we can kind of hint at things that we've been talking about. What, like a hiatus yeah. is coming after this series of episodes comes out. Um, and that's mainly because right about the time this episode comes out, it will be, we'll be closing in on about Thanksgiving by the time this episode comes out. And then it'll be yes. the holidays. So we were planning a hiatus around this time. Anyways, before somebody decided they were going to procreate, I'm like, the way I show affection to people is by ribbing. The bitterness them, so. is normal. I know yes. it's fine. This is this is it's all in good fun. It really is. Honestly, most of my bitterness is that I live states away and can't see and can't see and get sugar from the brand new baby. But I mean, that's most of my bitterness also. So that's okay. We'll survive, and they have several handmade things from aunt kayla to tide them over in the meantime so excited i am too lots of pictures please and i thought about reading the hobbit with somebody we'll see nothing set in stone yet but yeah i might have uh i might have some candidates for you for that people who've never read the hobbit are they any of our friend group because i'm down 
like yes. most of them. Okay, cool. Yes. I won't say names in this podcast because I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, we don't want to commit anybody. Who hasn't read it. We don't want to record I will, anybody. I will that's... talk to you outside of it for, yes. for potential people who might um, possibly go through The Hobbit with you while I'm out. Um, but so yeah, I'll... so we'll, Audrey, we will be taking a break. What is the elvish word for an infant or a baby? Oh gosh, off the top of my head, do I actually even still know that? Um, I'm looking it up right now because I don't think I do. Mostly they're gendered, but you could you can use uh pin <laughs> for it. child or Laius Lays, I guess is how I would say that. I can't remember how Tolkien does his Audrey. A-E. You forgot that I have no idea what the gender of your baby is. And yeah. that I don't speak Sindarin, so you could have just said I could have just the said the one I wanted, was. but you know it's fine. The baby will be here by then, so. Well. Anyway, I feel like I'm going to cut uh, in something at the beginning. So, by the way, when you get to the end of this episode, Kayla has yes. no idea what what sex the baby is, and now she does, and she was wrong. Or right. I don't know. I told Audrey my guess already. Um, yes. I'm pretty sure my guess was wrong, but. I mean, because... I can't tell you that. I can't no, tell you. No, I know you, you is... can't. I've been waffling how I tell my mom. She's, she's constantly guessing and, and she's like, well, well you, you told me your mom's, me. you told me your mom's first guess was right, but I was a dumbass and didn't ask you what your mom guessed. So... I know. And I'm not going to tell you now. <laughs> I know you're not. I could just message her on Facebook and ask her. She's never on Facebook. I'll just email her and ask her. I would not do that. If you were one of my sisters, I would, but I love you slightly more than them sometimes. Actually, Thank I like you. you. I, you. I love you the same as them, but I like you more than them sometimes. So, <laughs> Well, That's... I appreciate that. Sorry. I'm just dragging out the inevitable because once we sign no. off, it's going to be a few months. Like, it will be 2022 okay. by the time we release anything new. <laughs> and this That's is okay. after... And this is after a prolonged summer hiatus, which was also after a prolonged Easter break hiatus. An unexpected hiatus, but that's okay. We're getting well, this through wasn't, it. Well, this was part of an unexpected journey. Um, it's true. Ah, haha, some Hobbit humor for you. I know, I heard it. Oh, sh- oh, my. So I you want to tell them about our social channels? Yes, we are on Instagram and Twitter at Mordor underscore she wrote. And we have an email address, which is Mordor She Wrote the Podcast at gmail.com. And as I've said the last two episodes, and I'm just going to continue the joke now because once I find one I'm comfortable with, we stick with them. There is a Facebook page, it does exist. You can go like it, but that might be get all the interaction you get from it because we are not very um, Facebook active people, we are more dwellers on occasion. And if most of my teenage years were not documented there, I probably wouldn't still have a Facebook. So if my Facebook wasn't associated with my small business page, I wouldn't have a Facebook. (laughs) Yes. Oh, well, I have that, too, I guess, because, yeah, I went through a lot of hoops to find out that uh, you can't disconnect your personal account from a small business page. So (laughs) yikes. Well, (laughs) yeah. I'm acting like I'm going to say goodbye to you, like I'm not going to speak to you again for three months. Like we don't text, you know. Every single day. Well, if not every day, at least a few times a week. Yeah. So, I will tell our listeners, um, may the stars shine on the end of your road. 
and we will see you after the holidays. Um, happy Solstice, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, um, Saturnalia, whatever winter holiday you celebrate, or if you don't celebrate, I hope you have a joyous new year. And so does Audrey. Yes.